What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of the Resilient Body Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Arnika, the not-so-typical chiropractor, and today we're going to talk about the quote-unquote perfect posture. Now, today's episode is inspired by the fact that people have been doing more sitting, there have been more people who have invested into their work environment and have now had to stand desk, which is awesome, but now we're still noticing that maybe we're having some pain or some stiffness, and it's like, well, I'm sitting in the posture, like I make sure my wrists are straight and my elbows are on my chair and all these things, which are great, but a lot more comes with the quote-unquote perfect posture. So we're going to talk about that today, what exactly is the perfect posture, what muscles to stretch versus what muscles to strengthen to help with our posture. And by the end, I'm going to give you some tips and always give you some movements to help work on those specific posture muscles. So let's go ahead and hop right on into it. So what is the perfect posture? Sorry to break it to you, but there is no quote unquote perfect posture. The best thing you can do for your posture is stretch the muscle that needs to be stretched, strengthen the muscle that needs to be strengthened, and also continue to move frequently. Our body is not meant to be stagnant. Even if you were to sit in this quote unquote perfect posture or ideal posture, which everyone has heard about, right? Where your feet are flat on the floor, your chair is at a position where your hips can be at 90 and your knees are at 90. You have possibly your low back pillow or something that's in your low back that allows you to kind of sit up a little bit straighter, right? We have a desk chair that has the arms and making sure that your elbows are at 90, your forearms are possibly laying on those um, armrests, and then our wrists are straight as we're typing so they're not down or up. Also that our head is back over our shoulders, that our computer or laptop, whatever we're using is at eye level so that we're not looking down. And if we sit in this perfect posture or ideal posture while we're working, that we will not have pain, we will not have stiffness. And that's just incorrect. Regardless if we were to sit in this quote unquote perfect posture for eight hours of our workday, we would still have that pain that we'd be enduring. We would still have that stiffness or that tightness that we're, uh, that we're dealing with because we're not moving. So we have to move our body frequently throughout our day in order to help with our posture muscles. Changing positions is the best way to do that. So maybe if you're one of those who have the sit to stand option with your desk, maybe for 30, 45 minutes to an hour you're sitting. Maybe then we get up, we have that movement timer set, which is another tip we're going to talk about later that gets you up and moving if we're enthralled in what we're doing. And then maybe for that next 30 to 45 minutes, we're standing. Then maybe in one 35 minutes, we're sitting in a different position. So making sure that we're changing positions as frequently that our day as much as we can. It's something that can help us with our body, our postural muscles overall. So like I said, there is no quote unquote perfect posture. That's the main reason why I put that perfect posture in quotations to let people know that even if we sit in this ideal posture that we hear so much about, which is a good position, I'm not saying it's not, doesn't mean that us sitting in that same position for eight hours is going to benefit us. So making sure we're getting up, changing positions and moving. Now, Even though there is no 
perfect posture, we do have certain positions that we want to try to maintain while we're doing certain movements. For example, the one I'm going to bring up is texting. People definitely look at me weird in public because of the positions that I sit in while I'm texting on my phone. Mostly, I am the one who I'm sitting up straight regardless of whatever seat I'm sitting in. Where we're at like sporting events, people around us are like, oh, she must be a chiropractor because look how she sits on these bleachers. But I'm sitting up straight and either my phone is up to my eyes So people probably think I'm taking pictures of them, which I promise I'm not. But either my phone is up to my eyes as I'm texting or even as I'm scrolling or I'm literally in this tripod position where my um, my hips are open up wide, my feet are flat on the floor. I'm hinged at my hips and between my shoulders to my elbows all the way to the phone, it's like I make this triangular padding where my head is in this double chin, my upper shoulders, my upper back is engaged, and that's how I'm texting hinged over in the chair. So in some position, I'm keeping my neutral spine and my neck in line, aligned with my spine by having my ears over my shoulders instead of with the most common position is is are we literally looking down sometimes our chin is to our chest that head is out way in front of our shoulders our shoulders are rolled forward and we're texting down in our lap so I try to avoid that position as much as I can by bringing my phone up to my eyes that is one of the positions as an example that we want to try to maintain a good neutral spine, a get a good positioning of our head over our shoulders so that our deep neck muscles are involved, that our upper back muscles are involved instead of most of them not being able to do what they need to do, not being able to hold up the end of the bargain because they're constantly stretched out from us being in this forward poor posture position. So in order to get that neutral spine position that we talked about, that head over our shoulders position, we have to stretch out certain muscles that have now been tightened or shortened due to the positions we've been sitting in for X amount of time. And then we also have to strengthen certain muscles that we need to because they have been stretched out or elongated for a certain amount of time. So let's talk about what those muscles are. First, we're going to start with the muscles that we need to stretch. Now, nine times out of 10, when people come to me with some type of neck pain, neck stiffness, or even shoulder knots, I'm looking at these muscles to see what are they doing? Are they tight? Are they short? They need to be stretched. They need to be strengthened. And we dive in deeper to that. So the muscles that need to be stretched to help with this are one, our pecs. So the muscles in the front of our body, they connect from like literally our, um, I don't want to be too nerdy and say manubrium. So let me think of a better word, essentially like where our chest is <laughs> out into our shoulders and they internally rotate or they kind of make this forward rolled shoulder position worse because they are tight and they're shortened. So stretching out our pecs is something that is a good idea for us to help get that position where we can have that neutral spine with our shoulders rolled back, upper back muscles engaged. Next are our lats. Our lats are this huge muscle that covers our back and it attaches from like the top of our pelvis, think about yes, down into that low back, up into our shoulder, literally up into our armpit. For my clients, when I am digging and working into your armpit, this is one of the muscles at the top of the muscles that I'm working on. Because from this forward row position and maybe even a flexion, a little curvature in our spine from not engaging our core, our lats get super tight and they cause our shoulders to roll forward even more. So stretching out our lats is something else that will help. And last but certainly not least, 
our trapezius or our trap muscles. Now, not to be too nerdy, but we have three parts of our trap muscles. We have our upper trap, which literally attaches from the base of our skull down into like the top of our shoulders. So think about our upper trap when we think about where a lot of women carry their stress, where we get a lot of tension. That's when our shoulders start to elevate and raise up towards our ears. That's are our upper traps getting tight, all right? We have a mid-trap, which is essentially thinking about when we engage that muscles, it helps bring our shoulder blades together. And then we have a lower trap, which does that and more. So it helps bring our shoulder blades together, but also down. So it also helps in negating the whole rolled forward shoulders. It helps us bring our shoulders back. So hopefully you understand there's three different parts of our trap. And the reason I say that is because specifically for the muscles that we want to stretch, we want to stretch out our our upper trap so that part of that trap muscle that attaches from the skull down to the top of the shoulders the part where we tend to tense up and bring our shoulders up to our ears when that gets tight that is the part of the trap that we want to specifically stretch when we're working on our postural muscles when we move on to this next one now as we move on to muscles that we need to strengthen or engage our lower trap is on that list. So our lower trap is one of the muscles that when we are sitting in that poor posture with our shoulders rolled forward, is actually lengthened. And it's not able to engage and activate like it needs to. So we would actually need to strengthen, wake up, engage our lower trap muscles to help bring our shoulder blades together and down. Another muscle we would like to strengthen are our rhomboids. Our rhomboids sit around the same area as our middle trap. They're deep to our middle trap. And the purpose of our rhomboids are to literally bring our shoulder blades together. One of the movements that I'll describe later called our Bruger hold is one movement where it helps literally focus on us learning what it feels like to have our shoulders down and bringing our shoulder blades together as much as we can. And then last but not least, Probably one of the most important ones. I mean, they're all important, but this is a great place to start when you're like, man, what do I start with strengthening what muscles are our deep neck flexors. We have muscles in the front of our neck. They're surrounding our entire neck. And when we are constantly looking down at our screens, those muscles are not able to engage. They're not able to join the party because they're already shortened because of the position that you're sitting in. Over time, that shortened position builds up into those neck flexors not being able to engage and activate when their primary goal is to help hold our neck up, help hold our, our head erect. So the deep neck flexors are like the first place I want to start when it comes to strengthening muscles to help with our posture. And one of the ways that I help clients feel what those deep neck muscles feel like is to prescribe some movements such as chin retraction. So let's go ahead and move to the movements that I want to provide because I've already talked about a few of them. So that first one we talked about that I brought up briefly was that Bruger hold. Um, I'm going to tag all of these videos in the episode notes as usual, but the Bruger hold is really good because it's like a twofer. We get to open up and essentially stretch out our pecs for the muscles in the front, but we also get to engage those rhomboids, a little bit of that lower trap, the muscles that are going to help bring our shoulder blades together, which means they're going to help us sit up straighter with less effort and help our shoulders not be as rolled forward. So adding in that Bruger hold. The next thing I mentioned was the chin retractions. My favorite thing to do when I'm trying to teach people what it feels like to engage and activate those deep muscles. Chin retractions help with the deep neck muscle. So that's to be the next one. 
that I mentioned. Uh, following all that up, um, I wanted to bring up diaphragmatic breathing. That's definitely something that can help when it comes to your postural muscles. And the main reason is because a lot of the, not, I might not say a lot, but a good chunk of the neck muscles can also be doing multiple jobs if we're not breathing properly. So we need to be breathing from our diaphragm and we need to be breathing in through our nose. If we're breathing with our chest, with most chest breathers are breathing through their mouth, then we're starting to use some of our neck muscles, which are our secondary muscles, but our neck muscles as more of our primary breathing muscles. And that's not what we need. We don't need our neck muscles going hard on helping us breathe and then also going hard on trying to hold your neck up. Like that's too much going on. So What we want to do to try to help with that as much as possible is to learn how to breathe properly from our diaphragm. So I'm going to tag another exercise, which is diaphragmatic breathing, for you to learn what that feels like and to start training that to help with your posture and so many other things. Uh, Next, we talked about how we need to stretch out our pecs. So I will um, tag the pec step out, which we get a little bit of our pec and maybe a little bit into our neck, depending on if you're feeling some of that neck stiffness. I mentioned earlier about that big lat muscle that crosses our back. We have to do a good stretch to help stretch that out so it feels better and it feels like it takes less effort with us trying to sit up straight. So I'm going to tag a lat stretch. And last but not least, wall angels. This is us not only knowing or um, being aware of how tight our pecs are by seeing if we can bring our elbows back to the wall behind us and also engaging and activating our upper back muscles to bring our arms sliding into that wall angel pattern up against the wall. So all of those movements are the movements that I would definitely encourage you to try and incorporate into your daily life so that it can help with your postural muscles. Key takeaways that I want you to take from today's episode is one, there is no perfect posture. Even if we were to sit in that perfect posture for hours, our body would still feel that tightness because our body is meant to move. It's not meant to be stagnant. So getting up and moving as possible, as much as possible is the key. Um, That was the next thing. Get up and move frequently. Set movement timers every hour. If you can get up 60 seconds is one hour. Maybe the next hour is five minutes. Just something that gets your body out of that different position that what you've been sitting in. And last but not least, we have to incorporate more movement into our day. So make sure that you take one of these movements and I say stick with one of them for a week. See how it feels in your body. See the changes that you feel when you start to incorporate one of these movements into your your everyday life and how better it starts to affect your everyday. All right. So as usual, my goal is to help you feel better, move better and be resilient. I hope you found today's episode super valuable. I'll holler at you all the next episode.